1: I have a better understanding of the implications of a marriage with a person such as Mrs. Noel. Father, will you come to the point? When well, she looks like a lady. And she is. But she's divorced. I thought you agreed with the church on the subject. Well, she hasn't done wrong. Ah, then you know her story, these circumstances. No. Chivalry the better part of discretion, eh? Your questions are really insufferable, Father. I don't think you understand the kind of feeling I have for Mrs. Noel. And I think you fail completely to understand what it will mean for a man in public life to marry a divorcee. It can ruin your career. Well, I must be my own judge of that when the time comes. Well, hasn't Mrs. Noel accepted you? I have yet to ask her. Mm. Then there is still time for you to reconsider. I think you'd be making a mistake if you thought of it in that way. My mind is made up. <laughs>
2: you mustn't upset yourself, Mother. Eustace and Geoffrey will be back from Eastham in a few hours. I was afraid of something like this newspaper article, Gertrude. That's why I came down from London. To think that I would live to see the day that my grandson's name graced the headlines of a political scandal. Lord Milton's evening adventure. And the election coming up tomorrow. Mother, please try to calm yourself. Gertrude... Do you think Eustace has any ideas about marrying this noble woman? Well, the thing of it is, I really don't know. Why haven't you asked him? That would be next to useless. You know he'll never discuss his ordinary affairs. What chance, then, of talking about his love affairs? I wasn't speaking of love. I was talking of marriage. Really, Mother, I'm sure that marriage is quite out of the question. Precisely. And Eustace must be brought to see that. The preservation of our position as a class depends on our observing certain decencies. What do you imagine would happen to the royal family if they were allowed to marry as they liked? All this marrying with gaiety girls and American money and people with pasts and writers and so forth is its most damaging. There's far too much of it, and it ought to be stopped. Eustace must not marry this woman. He may insist on it when he finds her name mentioned unfavourably in the press. That's no valid reason for having her. If he insists on having her, then I say let him. But why should he marry her? What are you suggesting? We know this type of woman. I'm sure things could be arranged. If you're suggesting an illicit relationship, it's quite out of the question. There can be no compromise. The thing must be broken off at once. And to that end, I'm prepared to visit this woman and attempt to reason with her. When exactly does Eustace return? He won't arrive from Easton for at least two hours. Good. Then there's still time for me to pay a call on Mrs. Knoll. woman, my dear, so you really mustn't mind what I say about you and my grandson. Lord Milton's told me how fond he is of you. He's never mentioned your name to any of us. And if it hadn't been for the unfortunate article in the newspaper, we might not be meeting now. What is your purpose in coming here, Lady Casterly? To point out to you that my grandson's name is being coupled with yours in a way that is doing him a great deal of harm. You've seen the story in the paper, of course. yes then I need explain no more. I don't know what people have been saying now that they've seen that story. I wasn't aware that anyone was so interested in my affairs. Every common person is interested in a woman whose position is anomalous. Living alone as you do, not a widow, you're fair game for everybody, especially in the country. Even for you? If you make mysteries, Mrs. Noel, you must expect the worst interpretation put on them. My grandson is a man of highest principle. He doesn't see things with the eyes of the world. And that should have made you doubly careful not to compromise him, especially at a time like this. What do you want? I want a promise that you'll never see my grandson again. I can't discuss this with you. I will take nothing less than a statement that anything serious between you is out of the question. How can you ask such a thing? Because I love my grandson. And if you love him, you'll promise me you'll give him up.
0: I can't give you that
2: promise. Very well, my dear. If you refuse to be reasonable, there's nothing more I can do. But you're sacrificing one of the most brilliant young men in England to your own selfish desires. Now I'll leave, if you please. This way, Lady Casterly. This is not the end, Mrs. Noel. Good day. Good day, Lady Casterly. Oh,
0: dear heaven... Eustace, what have I done to you? What have I done to you? Oh, Eustace, I'm so glad to see you. I thought you might never get here.
1: I came as quickly as I could from Eastham.
0: Then you haven't been home yet.
1: No. My father dropped me here and he went on home alone.
0: Eustace, take me in your arms.
1: Why, you're trembling. Audrey, whatever's the matter?
0: I'm so glad to see
1: you. But you've been crying. And you look frightened.
0: I fell asleep. I I had a most terrible dream. I'll feel better if I make some tea.
1: No. No, don't move. Stay here in my arms. Something I've been trying to tell you for days. I love you, Audrey.
0: Eustace, I love you too. Kiss me because I love you so. Only, now that we've found each other, it's all over.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Then you haven't seen the newspapers?
1: No, what about them?
0: They've tried to ruin you. They refer to our being together last evening in the village as Lord Milton's evening adventure with Mrs. Audrey Noel. Why, oh, the scoundrels. Oh,
1: for your sake, I'm sorry. But, my darling, what difference will it make once we're married? I'm sure the divorce was not your fault.
0: Oh, no. Is that what you think?
1: Well, don't worry. The divorce can't stand in our way.
0: Eustace, you, you, you don't really think I'm divorced. What do you mean? I, I mean, I thought you knew.
1: Audrey, uh, I
0: don't understand. Oh, my darling. Eustace, there's been a dreadful misunderstanding. What are you driving at? That I'm still Mrs. Noel. I thought you knew that. But I I thought,
1: everyone thought, because you, you lived alone, that you were separated.
0: My husband and I are separated. My husband lives in Clampton, Warwickshire. But we're not divorced. Well, then we must arrange for a divorce.
1: We'll go to your husband and tell him what you want. Audrey, I love you. I adore you. I'm half out of my mind for you. I must have you for my own.
0: Please, darling. He won't give me up.
1: But you can't love the man. And you're living apart. There must be some way. Why did you leave him?
0: Because we didn't love each other. I married him to please my father when I was hardly more than a girl.
1: But there must be some way out.
0: There is no way. My husband's a clergyman high churchman. For him, there is no divorce. Oh, no. I thought you knew all this. I, I never dreamed you'd want to marry me. I suppose I got too used to knowing I was dead. So, there is to be no release? Eustace, I'll always love you. And if you love me, why can't we have it that way?
1: I couldn't have it that way.
0: If we love each other, what difference can it make?
1: Love cannot flourish under such circumstances. Our love's doomed anyway. What you suggest is hypocrisy. If a man cannot rule himself according to the law, he is not fit to sit in Parliament and administer the law to others.
0: But Eustace, no one need know about our being together.
1: I would know. And I cannot live a lie. Even for my love for you. you. From Hollywood, the NBC theater is bringing you a dramatization of The Patrician by John Galsworthy. If you are interested in supplementing your enjoyment of these NBC theater productions with home study under college supervision, be sure to listen to the announcement at the close of this program. And now, our intermission commentator, Margaret Webster.
2: If one were to read Galsworthy's The Patrician in isolation from his other work, it would be easy to dismiss the author as a snob, and to think an ivory tower his natural habitat the book is redolent of a harrow and oxford education an independent income membership of the best clubs and entree to the best houses it is ens-